What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. This is Jaden. And this is Haley. And we are so thankful that you guys are tuning in with us today. Um, this is the fourth episode of this year, and we're getting close to February. And today, we're going to be talking about giving credit where credit is due. So, uh, what do we mean by giving credit to where credit is due? Go ahead, Haley. <laughs> giving God the credit for what? For the good things in our life and giving the devil the blame for the bad things in life. That's right. I feel like sometimes we tend to um, mix those up sometimes. Yep. Sometimes I've, I feel like, go ahead. No, you're fine. I feel like we blame God a lot for bad things that happen. Mm-hmm. When as Christians, we should be blaming the devil. Don't don't put the blame on God because right. we know God's good, you know. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like we're quicker to give God the blame than we are the devil. You're exactly right. Yeah, and uh, especially people, you know, we live in the Bible Belt. Most people we know, they recognize God, but they don't have a relationship with God. I'm not saying most people. That, that's probably not true. But a lot of people we know, they recognize God, that He exists, but they don't, they're not pursuing God. They don't have a relationship with God. And so by default, they assume everything that happens to them is in God's perfect plan. Mm-hmm. And so... God gets the blame for bad things. And most of the time, even when he gets blamed for bad things, he doesn't get the credit for the good things. Exactly. You know, and so what we're talking about here is realizing where do things come from? Where do the bad things come from? Where do the, you know, people say, how I can't serve a God who sends people to hell. Or how can you serve a God when there's so much need in the world? Or there's starving people yeah. in, Af- you know, in, in all over the world. And I mean, if you don't know, it's a valid question it to is ask valid, why right. do bad things happen when God's so loving. Absolutely, it is a valid question. And so we want to address those questions and we want to address those things that you might be thinking of or that you might, you know. And um, so that's kind of what our goal is and our intent is today. We want to evaluate what happens or who gets the credit when bad things happen and who gets the credit when good things happen. Making Mm -hmm. sure we are grateful and give God credit and are thankful people and then recognize them with the enemy when he's working. Yeah, the very first thing that came to me when I was thinking about this podcast is the question, why do bad things happen? You know, yeah. yeah, I feel like, like I said, that's a valid question. If you don't know, um, if you don't like, you know, God is love and God's good. So why do bad things happen in the world? Why do people die? Why do, you know, but really what it all stems from is Genesis. Mm-hmm. What it all stems from is the garden, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, you know, it stemmed from the first sin. And as soon as sin entered the world, we now, because of that, we now live in a broken, sinful world. Absolutely. Know? It's not, we don't live in the Garden of Eden, you know, where everything's perfect and exactly. how God meant it to be at the beginning. But because sin entered, we now live in a broken world. Yes. But the good thing is, is as Christians, even though we live in this world that's broken and sinful and bad things happen, we know ultimately, like we talked in the last thing, our life on here, our life on earth is actually so short, very short, and our prize is heaven, where there's no more sin and no more brokenness. Right. And yeah. Yeah, and I'm really glad you brought that up because um, I, I'm 100% in agreement with you on that about how it all stemmed from Genesis, mm-hmm. and you know, and I just wanted to talk about and kind of break down what happened 
in Genesis what happened. You know, if, if God, well, how does God let let the, all this bad stuff happen in the world? Well, just like you were saying, you know, God created us in a very perfect world. You know, everything God made, He at the end of making it, He said, and it was good, and it was very good, and yeah. it was good. You know, all through creation, everything He made, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then we look around us in the world today, and not everything is, is good, you know. People are looking, are worried about where we're going and what's happening to the earth and how we're going to help everybody. And people, this guy's plotting against this guy. There's murder. There's, there's sin everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened in between? And uh, the truth of the matter is we did. Yeah, you know? exactly. A loving God created us with the choice. We can live in the perfect world he created or we can choose to do things our own way. And what did we do? We chose to do things our own way. And mm-hmm. in that moment... We opened up the door to the enemy and to and we cur- and, and a curse and so in that moment what happened is we got separated from God and the earth we live in is now cursed and so that is where the gospel comes into play right yeah so we see thousands a few thousand years go by and the world is just destroyed you know the next generation after the after the fall of man a brother kills his brother Cain and Abel you know so we see sin just starting to really take place in the world and wars and rumors of wars and and famine and people dying and all this stuff and then so people need a savior and so they're looking for a way to get back in connection a way to get back in relationship with god a way mm-hmm. out of this sin broken because world God loves us and he wants to give us a way out and so how did he do that right. he sent his only son to come down to earth be fully man and fully god and live a life where he can feel all the same things we feel. But he lived a perfect life. And he died um, a horrible death and defeated death, rose from the grave. And that was God's way of saying, here's your out, you know. Exactly. I can give you forgiveness for your sins now. Exactly. And so we see in the New, in the Old Testament, God makes a covenant with, with Abraham and with his offspring. And he says, look. If you kill these animals in this way or whatever, you know, he, the book of Leviticus, <laughs> it's yeah. a tough read, but it's he's basically what he's saying is here's how you can cover sin. But there's always an illusion. There's always something pointing forward. There's always something pointing to there's going to there's a way coming much better. There's somebody coming much better that's going to mm-hmm. bring that's going to fix all this. And so when Jesus steps on the scene and no one has been able to be in perfect connection with God ever since the fall. And Jesus steps on the scene and he does the one thing that we could never do. And he lives a perfect sinless life. And he takes our deserved punishment on himself and he gives us his status, which is righteous and right standing before God. And so now in Christ Jesus, there is freedom from the curse. You know, Mm -hmm. there is freedom from the bad things. There is freedom from that stuff, not only in our lives now, but we still live in a broken world. So we still experience some of those tough things, but especially in a life to come when we're with Christ forever. Mm -hmm. God gives us we do live in a broken world, a hurting world, and that's not going to change as long as we're on earth, you know. Right. It's still going to be this way. But God gives us a way out, you know. Yes. And like and just because we live in a broken, hurting world doesn't mean that we have to live miserable, you exactly. know. He still gives us a way to live with joy on this earth now, you know. Right. I love my life. Right. And I know I recognize that we live in a broken world and bad things happen. But I know ultimately that God is good. Yes. And he's, you know, he's given us a way to live. We can still live on this earth and be joyful and live in his purpose and his plan. Absolutely. That's part of the redemption plan. You know, you don't have to go through this life miserable. 
just because we live in a fallen world, well, hey, you are now no longer under the curse when you're in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. The Bible teaches us that we are new creations in Christ. And so we step out of that cursed, broken world. And even though we live here still, now we're carrying a message that, hey, we're not from here and we're not staying here. So join this team, you know. And so the fruit of the Spirit, if we have the Spirit of God living inside of us, you will have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Things you can't have if you're still under the curse. Yeah, and peace. Peace, peace is big in a broken world when there's hurting and stuff. Just having the peace that you know, like God is, even though it doesn't, look, it might not look like it. God is ultimately in control. Yes. You know. And so people say, "I can't serve a God who sends people to hell." Well, let's just clear that up right now. God doesn't send anybody to hell. Mm-hmm. That choice that Adam and Eve made in the garden, that they chose to separate themselves from God. Every choice we make in sin, we choose to separate ourselves from God. But not only that. He did everything in his power except take away our free will Mm -hmm. to get us out of our hell sentence. Exactly. He doesn't send people to hell. What he does is he gives you a choice because he's a gentleman. Right. And he's not going to force you to be a robot and serve him. You know, he wants someone that wants to serve him. Yes. And so he gives you that choice. Either follow me or don't follow me. Right. And it's Your your decision to make a choice. Do I follow him or do I not? So God doesn't send people to hell. They send themselves. Yes, we choose whether or not we're going to walk in what he has for us or not, whether or not we're going to accept the way out, the way we were meant to be, to live our lives in the first place, you know. We choose to accept Jesus as our Savior. Right. We talked about it in our in our episode, On Purpose for a Purpose, how God, we're not just here for no reason. God created us for a purpose. And so really, why are we here? We're not here, you know, if you choose to serve God, then you're just on his team. No, you are here for his purposes. And so by choosing him, you're choosing your real purpose. You're choosing real life. And so that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah, that's so good. And I just wanted to, something else I wrote down, like, and I mentioned this at the beginning, like so many times when bad things happen in the world or they're like, um, someone, like for an example, let's say a car wreck or something. They're like, I just, I guess God needed them more than we did on earth. You know, we're like, God needed God angel. didn't. <laughs> God didn't cause that car wreck to happen, right. you know? Let's just, let's stop blaming God let's clear the for air on that. people's mistakes here on earth. Right. He gave us free will, and so he is not going to stop us if we decide we want to go get drunk and then right. go drive on the road. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He's not just going to automatically, like, make you into a robot where you don't do that, you know? We still have free will to make choices, you right. know? And we make a lot of dumb choices. Yes. And so when bad things like that happen, we can't just say, I can't believe God would let that happen. You exactly. Know? When really life is driven by our choices still because we have free will. Yeah. And the important thing to remember is it's not only our choices who are in the play. Everybody around us, you know, your choices affect everybody around you. Yeah. And the people around you, their choices affect you and your life. And so the thing we have to remember is that God is working and he is active, but we still live in a broken and cursed world. So stay prayed up, stay in a relationship with him, be keen to listening to the Holy Spirit because he'll lead you. Hey, don't go there. Hey, you know, so you got to understand those things. It's like kind of like our last episode. Don't follow your heart, follow the Holy Spirit. Because when you're close to God and have that relationship, then that's when God can kind of speak to you and be like, "Mm," like little things like, I feel like I'm not supposed to go there today or something. Right. You know, that is God's way of maybe protecting you. But exactly. if we're not listening, and not only that, sometimes just 
bad things happen to the yes. good people and like not good people. What's that scripture? Yeah, it rains scripture. on the just and the unjust. Right. So because we live in this broken, fallen world, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, as Christians, we know, you know, our hope is in Jesus, no matter what happens. Right. There's a few scriptures I wanted to read and bring this up because, you know, we can talk about this all day, but if we're not backing it up with the word, then we're not really leading you anywhere. So I'll start with uh, John 10 and 10. Me and Haley use the scripture a lot. We hear it a lot in the church we go to. And it says, the thief does not come, the thief being the devil and the enemy. It says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. And this is Jesus speaking. So he's telling us that when the devil's involved, there's going to be stealing and killing and destroying. There's Mm going to be damage. There's going to be bad things happening, right? He said, I came, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. And so Jesus, when he's involved, he's bringing life and abundant life and good things. And, you know, so we want to give God all the credit for the good stuff. Yeah. And there's another scripture. Um, I was reading this a couple weeks ago, and when Haley told me she felt like we're supposed to talk about this in the podcast, I immediately remembered this scripture, and I was like, that would go great with this. And um, it's from James 1, 13 through 17. And it said, Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured away and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, it brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. And so that really breaks it all down right there. Exactly. He said, God is not tempted by evil, nor will he tempt you with evil. And so if you're facing sickness or you're battling sickness or anything bad in your life, God is not giving you a test to see if you can withstand it. Mm-hmm. God doesn't bring bad things. You know, it says Romans eight twenty eight. Or it might be 38. I'm, I don't know which one it is, but he says um, that he works all things out for the good of those who love him or are called according to his purposes. You know, and so God may use bad things and turn them around for good, but he is not the author of bad things. The mm-hmm. enemy is, you know. Like he'll use things that the enemy made happen to for your bad and destroy you. Yes. But God can take that situation and redeem it. Yes, he can turn what the enemy meant for bad into good. Yeah, exactly. That's happened so many times in my life, you know. But I just think that's so, so good and important to remember as Christians. Like, we are the people that people, like, we are the ones people look to during the good and the bad times, especially, you know. And so it's important for us as Christians to make sure that we're promoting God as good because God is good, you know. And people need to see, like, God brings. The good things, the life, the love, you know, and he's not over here like God's not some angry man just, you know, getting mad at us and making lightning strike down and like, "Mm, I'm mad at them. I'm going to make them have a car wreck. You know, like what? God is good and loving and there's nothing evil in God, not a single ounce of of bad in God. Yes. That's so scripture said. when good things happen, we give God the glory. When bad things happen, we say, devil, get on out of here. Yes. God, we give you the glory. We praise you, you know? Exactly. And you're exactly right about that. You know, it, God doesn't punish you for sin. God doesn't punish you when you backfall, when you backslide. He's not looking to punish you. The enemy is looking for opportunities to get involved in your life. There's a scripture, uh, 1 Peter 5, 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 
And so the devil's walking around and, and he, he's looking around and looking for opportunities to get involved in our life. He's looking for opportunities to step in and make bad things happen. He's looking for opportunities to steal and to kill and to destroy, you know, to destroy our purpose, to take your life. He wants, he does, he, the enemy hates us, mm-hmm. especially if we're in the household of faith, especially if we're Christians. And you he know why hates us. But, um, the devil hates us so bad is because God made us in his image exactly. and he hates God. And so he hates God, so he hates us. Yeah, all people, because all people are made in God's image, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's exactly right, and that's exactly something we need to remember. The bad things come when we sin. You know, going back to that scripture in James chapter 1, it says, um, But each person is tempted when he is lured away and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. And so every seed... As we open the door, as we sin, we open the door to the enemy and death comes in. And it says, don't be deceived. Every good and every perfect gift is from above. And Mm -hmm. so we as Christians, especially, we need to be quick to give God the glory and the credit for all the good things. You know, it's just keep it this simple. You know, there's there's three different three different places stuff can come from. Number one, all good is from God. He said every good and every perfect gift comes from above. The breath that we breathe. Thank you, Lord. You know, we have food on our table. Thank you, Lord. We're in, we're in good health. Thank you, Lord. You know, we, we got to wake up this morning, whatever. Thank you, Jesus. The bad is from sin and from demonic influence and oppression. And looking back at the Garden of Eden, thinking about how Eve, when she was tempted by the devil, then she sinned, right? And so she wasn't working alone. It wasn't just her own desire that got her to sin. She had some help. She had influence. And so that's why I say bad is from sin and from demonic influence because she was being tempted by the enemy to sin. And a lot of times bad things happen when we are tempted and pushed by the enemy to sin. And maybe we're not talking to a serpent, but maybe there's a voice in the back of our head leading us this way or or something going on making us overloaded with this heavy emotion. You know, most of that stuff is demonic and it's the enemy's influence trying to steal to kill and to destroy either us our relationships our marriages our churches you know exactly and so we just really wanted to encourage you guys today to just remember where the good comes from give credit where credit is due good god is so good we serve a loving god a god that loves us and brings good things and brings life yes and the enemy is the one who brings bad you know and us like he works through us and our sin you know It's not always just the devil. Sometimes it's just our flesh and our wants that we just listen to instead of, you know, God. So we just want to encourage you to give credit where it's due. When something good happens, give God the glory for it because he brings good things to us. And when something bad happens, don't blame it on God. You know, that's the time when you need to turn to God because he can change your situation. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, We serve an awesome God. And we live in a fallen world. And so we just need to remember that until we get to heaven, we might experience some, some persecution and some bad things and maybe some hard times. But God is good and faithful and he will see us through. Yes, he will. Thanks for pursuing with us.